The following presentation is brought to you by KMmedia.pro. Please visit KMmedia.pro for more information. Now stay right where you are as we present. Welcome to Positive Talk Radio, evolving ideas, one conversation at a time. Great guests, dynamic stories and interviews, plus new thoughts on a wide range of topics and concepts. I hope that you'll hang with me, Kevin McDonald, my friends, and of course, you, as together we work to understand why we are all here and what we can do to make our world a better place for all of us to be happy, be kind, and live in peace together. Yep, that's Positive Talk Radio. Positive Talk Radio, I hope that we are going to be fine with this, but uh, uh, I, I was cutting out. Did the opening cut out for you? No. Oh, okay. So maybe it's just me. If it's just me, I'm okay with that because I, yeah. Anyway, but if it's, if it's, if we're cutting out and stuff and if somebody's listening in the chat, if you could uh, let me know if uh, the stream is working okay, or do we need to do something about that? Um, oh, got a, you just got a like, so we must be okay. So we're talking with Coach Michelle today. She is a wonderful coach. By the way, where are you calling from, or where are we talking to you from? I live in Asheville, North Carolina. North Carolina? Yes. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, <laughs> is, is it hot over there today? It's It's mild, so that's the benefit of living in the mountains. The temperature is just a little cooler. If you go down the mountain, it's hot like the devil's ar armpit. <laughs> oh, that's pretty hot, the devil's armpit, from what I understand. <laughs> Never met him personally, but uh, that's what I understand. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in Seattle, and today it's 82, which is, and we, of course, here, we don't have any air conditioning, most of us. So, really? Oh, yeah. No, Ooh. we... So, so because we don't get hot very often, like last time this month, it was in the sixties the whole time. So, so wow. it's kind of fun for it to be warm like it is today, but uh, yeah. I'm excited to have you here because we are going to be talking about you, your coaching practice, but also an event. Oh, oh, Rosie, Rosie says it is cutting out. Um, so it sounds a little, it sounds better to me now. Okay. And are you okay? Yes. Does it sound okay with you? So it does sound okay with me. Okay. Maybe maybe it was just a momentary glitch, and it's because of the energy and power that you oh. bring to the broadcast. Sometimes maybe so. Just, yeah. Sometimes it just happens that way. So, <laughs> um, but before we before we begin, I want to talk about a little bit about a mutual friend. Her name is Allison Roberts, mm -hmm. and you're going to be part of a program that is happening in October. And we're going to mention that several times during the course of this okay. uh, presentation. So, so tell us about a little bit about that and your role in it. Okay. So Allison Roberts, who actually is, I believe she's a co-host with you now. Is that right? Um, yes, I am. An amazing coach. Um, she, I have been working with Allison for over a year now, and um, she is heading up this Behind the Power event, and it's a three-day event in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it's October 19th through the 21st, and it. I think the thing that, that 
I, I went to it last year as a participant. I got coaching. I learned, uh, I learned about, uh, thought models. I learned about tapping, uh, just things that I had never been introduced to before. And, but I think I went away from behind the power, loving myself more, realizing that I didn't have to stay stuck in the patterns that I had experienced in the past and how I could just like re redo my life and it like hit the reset button and start over again. So this year I am I have the opportunity to participate in the book. So we, there are 13 of us that have are co-collaborating and writing a book that will be coming out uh, this fall before the Behind the Power event. So there's that. And then also I'm going to get to be on the stage with my other co-authors as well. And we're going to get to share a TED-like talk, TED-like talk, not a TED talk. Um, and, and what I'm going to be talking about is, is talking with the adult audience, how to educate your children, grandchildren, um, educate them on how to keep them safe from predators, uh, teaching them how to, um, have healthy boundaries and just have the voice that I didn't have as a little girl when I went through what I went through. So I'm really, really excited. And my inner child, little Michelle, is so excited about finally getting a voice and sharing this message with people. You know, the beautiful thing about what Allison does is that she gets deeply inside of you and helps you bring out the voice from when you were a little girl. And first of all, I'm sorry that you were abused when you were a child. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. That means a lot. It really does. And I, I hope that whoever that was is uh, is not is not in your life anymore. No, they are not. Actually, they're not even up of this earth anymore. So then, then they're learning. They're learning <laughs> yes. that, that that kind of behavior is not appropriate. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because, you know, then the thing is, and I, I would be interested in, in your take on this because recently I interviewed a gentleman by the name of Rex Harrison and he's an actor in, um, in the Vancouver area, but he also went to a private school. He went to a Catholic school, a Jesuit school, and he was severely abused. He was beaten on a regular basis. And in, in fact, he was beaten so often that his teachers and the principal of the school said to him, you cannot tell anybody anything about this or your going your family's going to die and he was a, he was like he was like 5 6 or 7 and he believed them yeah. and so he, he his mom did not find out you know how his mom find out found yeah. out she was working in the yard and he was playing in the yard and he had been beaten the previous friday and this was saturday afternoon and uh and so he was wearing long sleeve shirts long pants to hide the bruises and the, and the, uh, and the issues that were, were given to him by this teacher. And so his mom said, Oh, go put on shorts and a t-shirt. It's nice outside. And so he finally went and did. And then she saw the bruises and stuff. And, and it, it became obvious to her that because they didn't do it, obviously it became obvious to her that, that he was being abused at school. And that makes it very, very tough. He, to this day, is still battling with that 
Um, and I know Allison's helping you. And I tell that story to talk to you about your story, because I know Allison is working with you a great deal to understand what you went through, to deal with it and to get past it. This Mm -hmm. man is still in such pain that he can't go to the dentist Mm -hmm. because he can't, he can't tolerate having anyone around with their hands or anything around his mouth. Yeah. So that makes it really tough. Yeah, it does. And I can only speak for my own experience, but um, I was so young when it happened. And I actually keep a picture of me. Um, this is a picture of me at, around the time in my life that I was. You're a darling young lass. Thank you. And, and that little girl sits with me at my desk to remind me how far I've come and that I've survived. And there's a reason for me to be brave. Um, I will say that for me, I, I, it didn't really connect with me what happened until I was about 10 years old, because at four, you're not really very body aware. You, you know, if you're not taught how to use the correct anatomical names for the body and, and what's appropriate and inappropriate, you you have no language. You have nothing to go by. Now, that was back in the 1970s. We have come so far in today's day and age, um, educating, but uh, educating children and adults. And it's unfortunate that it continues to happen. It's it's almost epidemic uh, how much this happens. And um, people would would like to think maybe that it could never happen to them. Um, there there are you would be surprised how many people around you probably have a similar story and like uh the gentleman that you were mentioning have never talked about it have not gotten any support or encouragement for it they're walking they're carrying it around with them and it and you're stuck you're you're in a stuck state and that's exactly where i was i was stuck and I just didn't know what to do. It profoundly affected this gentleman's life, including his marriage, which which ended prematurely, and mm-hmm. and his relationship with his kids, and all. And I suspect that that also, even though now through your teenage years and growing up years, did you bury it? Did you did you put oh, it? Yeah. In, oh yeah. In, but then Not only did I bury it, Kevin, but I would say to myself, "Oh, that happened a long time ago. Surely." surely it it can't affect me now. I was in such denial about it. And it will always affect you. Yes. Until you deal with it. Yes, exactly. Which that's where Allison Roberts came into play for me. (laughs) Well, and she is such a lovely soul. She, she really is. And she, she works with people in a, in a real meaningful way and can get the results. And she, the cool thing about her that I love about her is she then turns around and produces people like you who can then go do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Allison's so genuine. And, um, when she and I met for the first time one-on-one, she was very open with me from the very beginning. And she said, Michelle, you and I have very similar stories. And I said, we do. And I mean, she, she opens up her heart and you can see it in, in her book uh, that just recently came out. I read it in one afternoon. 
<laughs> it, it, it was really fascinating. And the name of the book is, because we want to get that out there as well. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember the name of it? Oh, Allison, I'm so sorry. It's, it's, uh, it's the spiritual journey. I know that. I and it, it's, it's a spiritual journey, things that nobody wants to talk about. That's something, it. Something along those lines. Yeah. And it's really, and it's really true, especially if you are a little girl or, or a little boy at the same time. And you're being told that uh, if you tell terrible things are going to happen to you, terrible things are going to happen to your family. The, the depth of depravity of the people that do this are, is they, they, ha they know no bound. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. And I do think that that's probably why they, they threaten in that way. Sure. Um, so you can imagine a child that's educated, that knows that has the vocabulary, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna talk, you know, and I actually read a report. It was written, uh, by some people who were recovering, um, pedophiles and they were saying the best thing that you can do is to teach your children, educate them so that they can speak up. Um, but because they will go after the ones who don't have a voice, who won't speak up, who will keep coming back. We want to teach children how to put up those healthy boundaries, um, how to say no and and to get away. You know, it's sad that the, I'm just struck by a couple of things. First of all, I think it's sad that we have to teach kids how to hide and cover in the classroom because of that and then we also yes. have to teach kids how to protect themselves from pedophiles and from other folks that would do them harm when you think a four-year-old child we just want to have fun i know it i is know so sad that yeah. we but you know together you and i and everybody that is surrounding these folks um these kids and we can we can go a long way to helping them and also being aware of adults in your sphere who may be doing things that may that you may consider a little weird. Yes. Check it out to make sure that the kids that are around them, and especially if you have kids, because I know you you had a couple of, of children and they're now grown up and, and doing their own thing. And but it's important that we make sure that that the kids are are being protected. Yes. I was a cub master for a number of years uh -huh. and we had like 75 kids and we made sure that the parents were not, were, were actually the parents and were not uh, taking advantage of the kids. That was a big deal. Yeah. So I will just say that I did not prepare my children for, uh, for it. And, and this is, um, this is just, was my, Oh, I always felt like I, if I could just keep an eye on my girls, I'm going to protect them. I'm going to make sure that nothing ever happens to them. But there's something about that, that it just, it's not empowering then to the child. It is, I'm going to protect you, but you know, you can be standing right next to a kid in a room and they can fall and hit their head on something and need stitches. You were right there. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a false belief to think that you can always keep an eye on your kids. So 
so when I asked little Michelle, what do you want to say? What do you want me to tell the people in the chapter, uh, in your speech? And it, it was, I want you to tell the grownups how to protect the kids and teach the kids how to protect themselves. How do you teach a four-year-old to protect herself? This, that's a very good question. And I will say that there is age appropriate material that is out now that you can use. There are books. This is one I said no. Um, a, a kid to kid guide to keeping private parts private. There, there are books that are out there that are written that a parent can use or a grandparent can use with the little, the littles in their life, um, teaching them about boundaries, healthy boundaries, uh, what's private parts, you know, uh, anything that a swimsuit would cover is considered private. So think about, think about having the birds and the bees talk with, with a teenager, you know, and how <laughs> awkward that can be. Right. Then think about having to have this conversation with a child much younger, you well, know, in, in, in this day and age, when a, when a stand-up comic said he was going to teach a 13 year old, the birds and the bees, he ended up taking notes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, they know, they know, they know, they know, they know, they, they do. know so much. They do more. know. So, you know, let's give kids credit for that, that they do know. But let's make sure that they get it, the accurate uh, information. And that also another thing I think is so important is just like with the gentleman you were sharing with me, he was manipulated to say, if you tell anyone you're going to get hurt or your family is going to get hurt yep. by you as a parent, grandparent, caregiver, letting the children know there's nothing that you can say and nothing that you can do. That's going to make me stop loving you or be mad at you. I want you to, you know, you, you let them know you're never going to be in trouble if you have something that you want to tell me. There's one other thing that I just wanted to bring up, and and I'm sure this did not happen in your case. At least I hope it did not. But if you have somebody in your family that is acting oddly, real touchy with the kids and 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 things, um, watch them carefully. Yes, um, I know. I know. Um, one of my good friends was uh, in the Mormon Church. And she was molested by elders in her family who were in the Mormon church. And they went to church every Sunday. And somehow they got it in their head that what they were doing was not inappropriate, which was, but it affected her for years until she went to a coach just like you, went to somebody like Allison Roberts. And, and now she's really doing quite well. But it is pervasive. It is everywhere. And we and we need to be on the lookout for it. Yes. Uh, all of us to protect yeah. our children. And to we certainly children. do. Yeah. So how many kids do you have? I have two daughters. Oh, I had two sons. I would rather have sons than daughters, quite frankly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. one, I don't have to pay for the wedding. That's the oh, I know. <laughs> I I was thinking maybe you were talking more about the hormones. <laughs> well, <laughs> 
Well, no, because boys, I mean, as good my cousin said, and he, he's he's right. His uh, son turned thirteen, and he said, "My son turned thirteen. He rolled over, and his brains fell out of his head, and they, they didn't come back until they was he was like twenty. And the same thing happened to my kids. But I I could not deal with a, a female child that is sixteen and knows everything, and is going to go do exactly what she's going to do, and it would it would keep it would keep me up late at night. So yeah. I'm sure it did you. Uh, sometimes it did. I, I will tell you, it's, it's interesting as kids, as my experience, as my girls grew up, um, they, they gradually, you know, were pulling away as preparing, you know, to leave home and go to college and that type of thing. And, um, I did, my husband and I, we did a good job raising these girls and they're, they are smart women and I learned from them as well. And I will tell you one thing because of what I didn't do, what I didn't know as a young mom. Now, the work that I'm doing, I very much will share with them what I'm experiencing. Um, going back and even saying, you know, I really want to apologize to you for this. I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. And so there's a lot more open dialogue with my children and also with my parents as a result of the work that, that I have been doing over, over these past few years. It is awesome that you're opening up the, those channels because a lot of people keep them quiet for an, an entire lifetime. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's important, you know, as your kids grow and as they mature and it's natural for them to want to step away. And I'll never forget when my, my youngest was 11 years old and we used to hold hands going into the grocery store and stuff. And I reached for his hand and he pulled it away. And that was the last time we ever held hands when he was 11 years old. <laughs> and he won't remember that, but I'll remember that as being I a sad know. day for I know. me. But there's not a thing you can do about it. And the fact of the matter is, you have to celebrate the fact that they're growing up and they're becoming independent. Today, he's a officer in the Air Force, uh, and he's doing really quite well. So that's great. That's all you can do is is to provide them. But but you know, I wanted to also touch with you because as by the way, if you want to go to uh, to Michelle's website. Coach Michelle's website is theclarityjourney.com mm -hmm. and go there and you can find out information about her, how you can work with her, uh, the benefits of doing so and, uh, and stuff. But one of the things that you mentioned here in your bio is that um, you were a busy mom raising two daughters and I'm sure that they were in sports and they were doing all sorts of things and you were taking them here and hither and yon and all that stuff. And then they go to college and it's quiet. Yes. And then you had to figure out, holy crap, I'm not old. I got a lot of time left on this planet. What am I going to do with myself? Yes. We all go through that. Oh, what boy, you do we? Yeah. Uh, so for me, I think I, after the youngest one left and it was quiet in the house, are you an empty nester now, Kevin? I'm an empty, and I'm not, I'm not only an empty nester, I'm an empty, empty nester. So <laughs> I, I'm one of those folks who lives alone now. Okay. All right. So, uh, it's, it's quiet. And 
I realized when the youngest one went off to college and I stopped and I looked at myself, I realized I had been pouring, pouring out into my daughters, into the activities that they were involved in, like you were talking about, um, other church uh, related activities and things like that. And I was really, an em I was empty inside. And so I realized I need to start taking care of me. And I had not been taking care of me before. And so that's one thing that I do encourage young moms and or young parents, you know, people that are raising their children that, you know, it can become so all consuming. But it's important that you take care of yourself as well. So that's where I started. I went to the gym. I started working out. And I remember I oh, I was so terrible to my personal trainer. <laughs> and I I was not happy because I was out of shape. I and and I just mm, I I didn't want to do it, but I knew I needed to. But mentally you figure you thought that you were in the same shape you shape you were 20 years before oh. and you weren't and then but but I wanted to ask you also is that um, for a lot of people, and I know that you're coaching, you coach people all the time. And in some cases, it's like the kids leave and then there's this other human being that's still there. And it's like, who are you and what are you doing here? And it's your husband or yes. your wife. And, yeah. and it's because you've been concentrating on work and the kids and all, da, 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 and all of a sudden it's just the two of you and it can be very stressful between the two. It's like when somebody retires. Yes, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. So one of the things that I think personally is that we're different people every decade. And so I married when I was 20 years old. And so I've been married for a long time. <laughs> and Wow, 10 years anyway. <laughs> a lot more than that. But 12, what we've, but we've both discovered is that there is more that we want to do together, but we also have life separate as well. Uh, freedom to pursue things. And, um, and I'm a different wife than I was when I, when I began uh, back in the eighties. Um, now were so, you high school sweethearts? No, we met in college. So you were college sweethearts, college sweethearts. Yeah. Which would, but you married at 20. How old was he? He was 20. Oh man. <laughs> I know our brains weren't even fully developed and we got married. <laughs> you are so lucky that, that over time you were able to uh, work together and develop uh, within the framework of the marriage. Cause so many marriages fail, especially when they're that young. Yeah. And then, you know, if you think about, uh, you know, I won't disclose with my husband, but for my own personal journey and the things that I went through and I had not gotten any counseling or therapy or help for it, I was very, I was struggling, you know, and so we, we communicate very honestly and openly now. And um, he is supportive of what I'm doing, but I, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. um, this work. And even working with Allison and the things that I'm learning from her, this is what I was, I'm supposed to be doing at this time in my life. And that is a really cool observation to be able to make because a lot of people, and you know, this, I've talked to Allison about it and, um, 
which is the two questions that people in midlife have a lot of is that, is this all there is? Yes. And why am I really here? And if you can solve that question, why am I really here? What am I meant to do? What are my gifts? How can I contribute to the world in a real positive way? If you can solve that one, you're halfway home, I think. Absolutely. And I think that when, when you know better, you'll do better. And so for anyone who has maybe not ever worked with a coach before, um, they, they can really help you to be able to kind of fluff out the, the, the you know, what's uh, where you're stuck. Sometimes they see things that you can't even see for yourself. And um, like I, you can't see the forest for the trees and a coach can really help you just to get uh, really clear on what it is that you want. And 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 that does it doesn't matter how old you are. I mean, even if you're 70, 80 years old, there are still things that you can do that you can accomplish in your life. And just having someone to be alongside you to support you, encourage you, listen to you makes all the difference. You ain't dead until you're dead. <laughs> That's, what I, That's right. You know, and and even then you're not even, well, never mind. I won't go down that road. Yeah. But, okay. <laughs> you, but at the, at the same time, it's, it's vitally important. I have a friend. He is a wonderful financial planner. He works with people who've got estates of over a million dollars. And so he is highly sought after. He works very hard and he does a very good job. He makes a quarter of a million plus a year and he's got a financial coach. Yes. And I asked him, you're, you're like at the top of your game and you've got, why do you need a financial coach? And he said, why do you think I'm at the top of my game? Because I have somebody that can see stuff that I cannot see because it's me. Exactly. Coaches have coaches. Uh, Allison, I believe has two. She does. Yeah. And you know. she's one of the top 100 coaches in, in, in the, in America, you yeah. know? So that's the thing is that we, we can really benefit <clears throat> from a, a coach and it just really just depends on what you are looking for, you know, in particular, what, what support are you looking for? And sometimes it's personality as well. You know, um, I kind of think when I have a, a beginning conversation with a potential client, it's like a blind date. We're going to get to know each other here, see how things go, see if we're a good match. And if we are and we can work together, then we'll move in that direction. When you are having that conversation with somebody, yeah. what are some of the rules or some of the things that you, that, that is a no go for you that they have to be willing to do in the relationship if they're going to make it work for a coaching relationship to exist? That's a really good question. So I am going to, to want to make sure that this person really wants, wants what it is that they say they want that they're willing to do the work, that they're, it's something that they're not looking for anyone else to change, that the, the responsibility solely uh, relies on them, and that they're actually willing to do what they say they're going to do. Do you get that in writing? <laughs> do you get that in writing? 
<laughs> I should. I should yeah. get it in writing. But every week, see, I, I hold my clients accountable. Allison holds me accountable, you know, and that's how this coaching uh, uh, works. It, it, they don't tell it. You, a coach doesn't tell you what to do. You decide what it is that you want to do. The coach just holds you accountable to make sure that you fall, that you're following through with what you want. Provided so, that you provided, provided that you're actually telling the coach the truth. Absolutely. But, yes. Do you have anybody that openly lies to you? Yes. <laughs> Says, oh yeah. You bet. I'll do that. Every <laughs> week. <laughs> You know, and so you get, you will probably understand this though, because as a coach, you're asking questions all the time and you ask questions. So I have become, you know, a little more skilled at asking questions and hopefully evoking the answer that they're not wanting to come up with. Yeah, boy, and you know, and uh, I, I actually had the opportunity to have Allison coach me while we were on the air, and we were doing uh, a KKNW show, and um, one of one of my one of my gifts slash faults, depending upon how you look at it, is I'm very open and I'm very giving, and I give people a lot, and but if if I don't structure it the right way, then I give people too much and then take advantage of the situation. Yeah. And I and I brought that up to Allison. I said, why do I continue to do that? And she said, because you don't value your work enough. Oh, yeah. So, she, she, so it wasn't like she it, it was not like she was uh, sugarcoating anything that was like. She doesn't mince words, but don't we want that? Wouldn't yep. I mean, I do. I want someone to be honest with me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's 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 actually very uh, therapeutic and very beneficial it is to be honest with you yes and, and the, but she also does it from the from a heart-centered place like i suspect that you do it yes uh because you know our minds are if we know that we're being judged or if we're in trouble we're not going to be open to change um we will resist it and so, you know, I always remind my clients, we approach everything with curiosity and no judgment. And sometimes I have to remind them, hey, there's no judgment here. This is a no judgment zone. Let's, you know, let's just discuss and see what's coming up. You know, why you said you wanted to do this and yet you've not done it yet, you know. And it's, it's just... <laughs> I wish I had had a coach 20, 30 years ago, to be honest with you. I, and I've got to tell you, I've heard that a lot, that uh, we tell the truth without any judgment. And it's like, ah, oh, come on. You got, if somebody does something really stupid or say, you got to have some, some thoughts or judgments that are going on in the back of your head, but you're not going to tell me that. So I'm not going to, I should not even ask that because, but I am, but I understand because, you know, there are some people will do things that are contrary to their best interest over and over and over again, and then turn around and blame somebody else for it. Yeah. How do you handle that? Yeah. Well, it is, it's about um, taking, and this is, these are Allison's words. They're not Michelle's personal radical responsibility, taking personal radical responsibility for your life 
Um, she talks about that so much with us. Um, I, I am the one I'm responsible for my behavior, my thoughts, my actions. And I, can and I can change them. And so can, so can everyone else. Very, yeah, that's, that's so very true. So that's so very true. As a matter of fact, I, just for fun, I wanted to play uh, a commercial that I did for Allison. Okay. So, let's hear it. Right here. Have you ever said, how did I do this again? Want to create your own powerful life? Well, Allison Roberts can help resolve the issues that keep repeating by creating a new outcome. She is one of the top 100 coaches in the world and will help you achieve your dreams. Email her at allison at allisonroberts.com or visit allisonroberts.com and receive a free guided meditation and discover all of her ongoing programs and events. You know, I don't know who that guy is, but he has a hell of a radio voice. You know yes, that? he does. <laughs> you must pay him well. I have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. You <laughs> It's, but it's but it's great fun to do that with Allison and and to, to help her. Go ahead. And I will just say that advertisement is one hundred percent accurate. It, it really is, and and that's the one thing that we do as human beings is that we end up, whether it's in romantic situations or it's workplace situations, uh, women end up dating a different guy in the same suit. We end up taking the same job. We end up dating with somebody who acts like our mother that we used to hate how she used to act. But then somehow, so it, we need somebody to help us get through that so that we're not repeating the same things. Oh, you know, that's Einstein said, you know, uh, the definition of insanity is uh, doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Right. Yes. And, but, and, but, but we all do that. We all do. So how, how do you and Allison, how do you work to help somebody get through that so that they can change? I guess it's part of their self-esteem and part of everything that has to do with them. Is that right? Um, so you're asking the question, how does a person uh, not repeat the same things that they've done before? Over and over and over again. So I would just, I think I would probably just refer to Allison's cognitive behavioral coaching that she has taught me and anyone that she's worked with, where she actually does thought models and teaches us um, how to take the circumstance, because the circumstance is always neutral, and you have to break the thoughts down. And so when you're not getting the result you want, then you want to reapply and, and, you know, and, and that's where you will be changing your thoughts and your feelings because you're, you don't have to believe everything you think. And so when you change your thoughts, then you're, you're going to change your actions as well. So that's where you need someone like Allison to help you to learn so that you don't repeat the same things over and over again. Or someone like you, Coach Michelle. Or someone like me. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, do they go to the clarityjourney.com uh, and the, you can email you from there, right? They can. And I actually do have an email address, uh, which is uh, the clarity, well, the I also have a Facebook business page 
called The Clarity Journey. And I also have a private uh, Facebook group that's called Dynamic Living. And Dynamic Living is where I spend a lot of my time uh, coaching. Um, I do uh, nurture events there where the, the members of the group can get coaching and, and um taught being taught on different topics this month i'm focusing on inner child work and connecting with your inner child and um so it gives people an opportunity to get a taste of uh, who i am as a coach and and what i offer specifically and a lot of my clients that i work with i get from social media you know i'll tell you one of the cool things if there is anything that you can call cool out of the pandemic is our ability now to work with with uh, Zoom and and social media and touch people in a big way without having without touching people? Yes. Um, and doing it at, because community. I think I think when I was growing up in the seventies and eighties, uh, we we had we lived in a cul-de-sac, and there were eleven houses in the cul-de-sac. And so what we did is we would drive into the cul-de-sac. We had our little garage door opener. We'd open the garage door. We'd drive the car in. We'd close the garage door. We'd go in the house, never to be heard from again in the cul-de-sac. And so I had neighbors who I never even met for like 10 years. Oh, my. And, and, and it's because, you know, it, you just get into your set patterns and stuff. And, but it's not good for us. We are social animals. And we really need to spend time with other people and other like-minded people. And the Zoom calls that you're doing with folks can be can be a great way for people to connect to each other and realize that, hey, you know what? I'm not the only one who's got these problems. Absolutely. And I will say, too, with Allison and what she has set up, she also has um, a, a Facebook uh, groups and and we have small groups. Um, so there's a community that it has been built for those of us who are working on uh, using the, the methods and things that Allison teaches us. So we also have that support as well. But I'll tell you, for me, through COVID, I coached all through COVID. I, it, it launched my coaching um, opportunities because I, I coach people all over the United States now you know, where I couldn't do that before. And so that for me, that's one really good thing that came out of the pandemic that I was able to be a support to people when we were going through a really difficult time. Yes. And, and going forward, even though, I mean, there are people like me that, that i I live at home and, and it's not like, you know, I don't have to go to the store very much and, and I don't go to the movies because, you know, I I'm single and I'm an older guy. So it'd be like, Oh, poor man. He doesn't have any friends. So I don't go to the, no, movies. I don't think that the <laughs> good. You have no judgment. There are lots of, no judgment. there are lots of people that would and, and stuff. So, but I, you know, and, but getting out and doing this and doing zoom calls and, and, and being part of, of a community uh, that is just so important. And it it's part of our mental health, I think. Yes, it is. And I wanted just to come back around to the Behind the Power event. Yes. Uh, because yes. there is something about being together with people in person that can really encourage you, uh, like you said, for your mental health and well-being. And so um, 
one of the things uh, that, or some other things that are going to be offered at the Behind the Power uh, event is there's going to be breakout sessions and there's going to be panel discussions. Um, I'm actually going to be on a panel with a few other members and we're going to be talking about how to best cope with surviving sexual assault and how to navigate it. But we also are, will have uh, panel talks about perfectionism, about um, narcissism, um, just different areas. So it's not all about sexual trauma. It's a very broad scope of it. Um, and I also, and, uh, and all of us, we have opportunities to have breakout groups. So I will have a private breakout group with people who specifically want to talk with me about sexual trauma. And um, so you can go as deep as you want to go at this Behind the Power event to get some coaching, to learn some things that you can begin to implement in your life, to be able to change it, to change the way that you think and feel and believe and, and, and just see that anything is possible. This is such an incredible event. I'm so grateful that, that I went to it last year and I'm really looking forward to it again this year. It should be. And, and I'm sending a representative uh, to be there so that, so that we can talk to people live there and, and put it on the air. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, we really want people to know about this uh, as much as possible. And so we do have um, a, a, a website you can go to behind the power event.com and click on that to find out more information about Behind the Power. And another thing um, that for people, if you if, if cost is something that might be pulled you back, we have uh, uh, now are offering payment options so that you could, if you decide what you want, you can make payments on it so you can actually start paying on it before October. So, you know, um, the only thing really that's holding you back would be you, you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it's an important thing to not hold yourself back. Yeah. And, and, and the, the cool thing is, is also, are there different levels? Um, I, I highly advocate going with the highest level because you get, you're in a five-star hotel. Yes. Um, if you are from out of town and like in my case, the representative I'm we're in Seattle, Washington. And so this gal is going to fly in on Tuesday afternoon. The event starts on Wednesday, but the, but Allison has made arrangements so that she can spend at the, at the, at the rate for the convention, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights there fly home on Saturday mm -hmm. because it's a long way. And, and I, I would not advocate, I would not, want somebody to be in a convention all day and then fly Friday night. That would be, especially across the country, it's a five hour flight. Right. And so, so that would be cruel and unhuman. So we're not <laughs> going to do that, but yeah. Allison has made that possible for you to do that. There are different levels, but I highly suggest you take the highest one because then you get to go to a cocktail party with her and a formal dinner with her. Yes. And with you and with everybody. Absolutely. Kind of and also um, uh, one thing with attending this event, um, the breakfast and lunch are provided in the cost of the um, in the cost of your ticket. And um, the Hotel Colie, it's a new hotel. It's beautiful. Um, I, I, you know, I can't 
I cannot think of a better way for you, for any person to get personal. Um, I'm trying to think what's the word I want to use. It's just, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's how you can upgrade yourself, you know, hit that reset button. Um, when we're in school, you think that, uh, well, when you go to school, you you learn, but at some point in time, maybe we stop learning. And this is really an investment in yourself. That's what I look at with all of the, the schooling that I have gotten up to this point. I'm investing in me. And you, and you must, uh, it, it's important for us to continue to grow because yeah. when you, when you shut down and you're sitting in front of the TV, just as an aside, I live in a 55 plus community. And I'm I'm one of the younger, more eligible people here. I'll have you know, uh, but um, but a lot of people stay in their house. They don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, some of it is financial. Others, others is they don't feel valued. They don't feel valuable because they're older. By the way, uh, Rosie says thank you for sharing the work you are doing. Oh, thank it, you so much, Rosie. She's she's related to me. Oh. <laughs> She must be. Is she another Allison child? Uh, no. It's my mom. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> I'm, hi, mom. It's like, <laughs> hi, mom. I love my mom. She's a great support and well, very supportive of me in the work, this work that I've been doing. In order for you to do the best work that you can, you have to have support from your friends and family. Absolutely. And it's, yeah. it's, it's vitally important. And, uh, it is. and, you know, and, and I think you should be very proud of yourself. The, 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 you got off the, the, what, Oh, woe is me train and the, woe is me. What am I going to do now? Mm -hmm. And now you become a, a coach. You're, you're involved. You've got a lot of things going on. It's important. It's important. I do. And so that really makes me think about a quote that I found uh, that I wanted to share with you. I'm big on words. I love words. I love quotes. So let me, let me throw this one out there and, and you can tell me what you think about it. Life is like a book. Some chapters are sad, some are happy, and some are exciting. But if you never turn the page, you'll never know what the next chapter has in store for you. I love that. Isn't that I, cool? I, I love that. that is, and, it, and by the way, not only is it cool, it is so true. Yeah. Because if you, in order for you, let me tell you a story. I drove okay. a bus for 12 years. I, I started doing radio uh, back in 2003. I was a district sales manager for a food company, and but I had this inkling that I wanted to do this. This was going to be my passion. This is what I wanted to do with my life. Cost me a lot. Cost me my marriage. Cost me a bunch of stuff over time. But uh, And then I had to drive a bus for 12 years just to make ends meet in, in Seattle. But here I am again. I'm not dead. I'm excited about what I'm doing. I get to talk to people like you and to people like Allison and to bring this stuff to the world because it's important. It's important that we bring the positivity to the world and and do what we're doing. And so you are um, you're you're younger than I am, but by no means are you a twenty year old. I'm actually uh, older than you. You are not. That's I am. Not, by nobody's one older than me. <laughs> are you by six? one year, I'm older than you. Just oh, from what you've said. Oh, very nice. Well, you know, it's good that you uh, see because we are. I, we're I mean, living our best lives right now, Kevin. 
I know it. I know it. I get to do exactly what I want to do. And, uh, and so I, get to, I. I get to talk to people all the time, uh, just like you. And, you know, um, I was, I don't know if you're, if you're into numerology or any of those things at all. Uh, but I, I did a numerology chart not too long ago and it said basically that this is exactly what I should be doing. And this is exactly how I should be helping the planet. And I'm sure your chart would say the same thing about you and, uh, and it gives you a happy life. So I, I would advocate that everybody follow their passion, whatever it is, if it's painting, go do it. If it's, if you know, do it the best you can and yeah. live your life. Um, and, and be kind to one another. And, Absolutely. And be happy. And we need that now more than ever, that happiness and, and supporting each other and, and, and raising that vibe so that there is love and support and encouragement in the world. We all need that. You know, at the very beginning of this interview, you said something that stuck with me and it's it. You said that, you know, there are a lot of people who would say, this would never happen to me, or I hope this never happens to me, whatever that is. I was watching the news on uh, the July 4th and, and the people there were saying, we didn't ever think that this would happen to us. And it did. And so we need to support each other. We need to do what's right by each other and to take care of each other. And, and um, we live in a very tough time right now. Um, I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm not a real political guy. I've got my own ideas, but no, <laughs> I don't want to get a bunch of emails either. Uh, so, you know, um, I want us to be happy and take care of each other. And yes. I'm glad that you're doing that and you're working with people every day to do that. Thank you. Let's talk over your information one more time okay. that you are the, you can go to the clarity journey.com yes. um, and get all of your information and your personal email is the clarity journey.com. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the clarity journey at gmail.com. Oh, there you go. Yeah. My, that's my email address. So I'm not as techie as some other people are. I still am going old school. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I, if you, if you send me an email or even if you reach out, uh, with, um, uh, to my website, I will most definitely, uh, reach out to you and I want to listen to your story. So if you've, if you have not had, if you've had something happen to you and you've not had an opportunity to share your story, I will listen to your story with love and compassion. And that's all anybody can ask for. Yeah, that really is. And, uh, uh, Mary says, Michelle is an awesome coach and has certainly shaped mine in an amazing way. She's passionate about helping all who come into her life. And I'll tell you, she is, she is, she's phenomenal. She really is. Thank you. And Rosie Rosa. Great interview. Thank you for sharing. Michelle. Uh, thank you, Rosa. <laughs> And you know what's good, what's fun? I've been watching because uh, we get to, we get to know how many people are tuning in, and you've got quite a few little friends that are that are hanging out, and I appreciate the support from everybody. You're yeah yeah. And this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, and anytime, and you know, I I work with coaches quite a little bit, 
Um, I, I like talking to you guys. You guys are pretty smart. So anytime you want to come back, you, uh, you're going to get an email. And if, if you are scheduled, if you're listening right now and you're scheduled for an interview later on in the month, uh, what will happen is you'll get the interview and then I will send you a link to invite yourself back to do it again. And so that we, because there isn't, there ain't enough coaches in the world and there ain't enough positivity to, that we can't have one more person uh, doing it. So it, it's, and that's what I'm becoming known for. So, yes. Well, I would love to come back again. Um, this was so much fun and it just, it, I'm just so grateful for just having someone hold space for me, ask me questions and, and for me to share a little bit about my journey. If my story can encourage another person to speak up and say something happened to me and, and I don't know what to do about it, then, then I am fulfilling and living my, my uh, calling on this earth. I, I, and I believe you to be doing that. And although I do before, before we go, I just have to say when I was 10, I want you to tell me how you would handle this. If I were to walk into your office, my brother last year died of stage four lung cancer. Mm. When I was 10 and I want to set the stage for folks. Um, we went to see, um, Planet of the Apes, the original one. I remember Charlton. that. Yeah, with Charlton Heston. And during the previews was a was a movie done by Clint Eastwood named Hang 'em High. And so we watched the preview of that, then we watched the movie. And I we went home and in our backyard we had a great big uh, um um apricot tree. I wonder why you're holding it. You you must be psychic. And uh um and my brother had taken a ladder and he had taken a rope and had put a loop in it at the end and was, and the ladder was next to the loop that was on the branch of the tree. So me being a 10 year old, I pretended that I was Clint Eastwood or one of the guys. And uh, so I put my head into the noose and my happy go lucky brother pulled the ladder away oh my goodness wow and uh fortunately he put it back <laughs> obviously or i wouldn't be here um but it it colored our relationship for the rest of our lives um because i never understood how one sibling could do that to another because he quite frankly could have killed me yeah. Um, at the, at the, at that moment. So, um, so, so anyway, you, when the next time that we talk, Ooh. I want to give you time to, to process that. So oh. be some, some solid information on how, because to the day he died, we never resolved that issue. I asked him a couple of times, why did you do that? What could possibly have gone through your head to think that that was in any way, shape or form a good idea? And, and he never came back and said, uh, I'm sorry. He never came back and said, I don't know what I was thinking. He just shrugged his soul shoulders and said, pass some mashed potatoes, please. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Um, I, I hung a dog once. Oh, I did. Uh, and, and it was very innocent. I wanted to teach the dog how to do tricks. And I was around 
five, six years old. And so I tied the, I saw, I saw a circus where dogs were jumping and I wanted the dog to jump and I tied the rope around his neck and went up the stairs and tied it on a door handle. And I, I killed the dog. Oh, honey, I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know, I, I didn't think I, I didn't think I thought I don't, I wasn't thinking that was the thing, you know? So I can't speak for you and your brother, but I will say that, you know, there, there might be some trauma there that you could go back and heal, you know, uh, even if your brother didn't know what to say to you, you can, you could go back and heal from that, but I'm glad you're still here and that, that didn't happen to you. Oh, that's one, that's one of many, many times that I've almost bit the farm, but, uh, I'm, and I'm here because I'm here for a reason. Yes. And the reason that I'm here is to support you and to support all the people that have been uh, putting into the chat and talking with us. It's vital. Yeah. It's important that we all work together. We're all one. We're all one part of one community. And I really believe that people like, and I've told Allison this a number of times, and I'll tell you, people like Allison and you have what I call authentic grit. Mm. Thank and that, that's mean when you really are working every day to do the very best you can in all areas of your life. That's what I call authentic grit. Yeah. And thank you. Oh. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And you have a wonderful day, everybody. And by the way, if you want to go find out more about uh, Coach Michelle, theclarityjourney.com is where you go. And uh, we're going to be, she's going to be on the show again. And we're also going to have her in October. So we're looking forward to, to both of those things and, uh, and say hello to your family and say hello to your friends. And thank you very much. Is there anything you'd like to add finally before we go? No, I added the quote that that was what I added. The, uh, life is like a book. Yes, life yes, is like is. a book. Some chapters are sad. Some are happy. Some are exciting, but if you never turn the page, you will never know what the next chapter has in store for you. Turn that page. Exactly right. And one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes of all time comes from the gospel according to Braveheart. Your life is free. Have the courage to follow it. Oh, that's good. Thank you so much. Oh, somebody. One last comment before we go. This is <laughs> Melissa. Uh, Melissa, I'm assuming, is a relative of yours because her last name is Sullivan as well. Yes. Sullivan Paris. So, Melissa, thank you. And your mom's awesome, by the way. So, thank you so much. And, uh, oh, and, and Mary says, uh, and uh, Mary says, thank you so much. It's, it's awesome that, that uh, you guys, and you guys obviously have formed a community that, that are working together and care and love each other. Can you please make it like worldwide? That would be nice. If we could just. I'm going to be sending out those vibes and those prayers. You know, and be because I want to be a conduit for that. And if we would all focus on that and be a conduit of love and encouragement and acceptance and support, it starts with us. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much, Coach Michelle. Go to theclarityjourney.com and work with her. She's worth every moment of it. Have a great day, everybody. And stay right where you are, Michelle. I've got to do this and I'll be right back. <laughs> 
Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire